0: Casting from an undisclosed location from a secret hunting spot known only to him and the guy who told him about it and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him it's a show all about hunting in new zealand and around the globe this is the hunting show find the hunting show on facebook and twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics
1: welcome back to another week of the hunting show i'm your host steven spargo and um, uh, one thing i'd like to talk to you about is what What do you put in your kit? What are you taking with you that when you're doing a day hunt or an overnight hunt that is a must-have that's kind of in your kit? And we'll take it as read with things like a knife and a jacket and stuff. See, for me, I've got a few things I make sure that I always have with me. One of them is a flint and steel. Uh, with that, I take some cotton wool with some Vaseline mushed into it. That way I've got Vaseline there for cuts and grazers. Oh, I've never actually used it for that, but that's the theory. But also Vaseline mixed with cotton wool makes a really good fire starter that doesn't dry up. I also take Aquatabs, And it's normally, I would say, most new drink. But I generally will drop the old Aquatab into my bottle because I just don't want to feel like that afterwards. I don't want to take the risk of getting giardia. And at risk of being called a wuss, it's just what I do. I also take a survival blanket and a PLB. Always take the old PLB with me. And we are going to do some investigation into PLBs later on in the year. I've, I've got a couple of interviews lined up into probably both sides of the fence, PLBs and the... Um, and the people that rescue, and how much easier it makes their job. Excuse me, I just need to have a drink. Incredibly hot in the studio today, and it is non-alcoholic drink, I promise, although you can't see, so you'll never know. So I take a bunch of stuff, and I would like some thoughts from you guys, particularly by email if you could. Any suggestions? What should I be taking with me? What's in my pack? And falling short of going inside and grabbing my, my hunting pack or my day pack and just seeing what's in there. There's a compass in there as well. I just started to uh, run my brain over what I take. And I normally take um, a a small uh, cooker and a billy and and bits and pieces. There's nothing like a bit of a feed uh, when you're out and about, particularly at night. And a headlamp. And a headlamp. But I'd like some feedback. What do you take with you? What are some must-have items that maybe aren't run-of-the-mill? Stuff you can't buy in the shop. Or stuff that maybe you wouldn't suspect you'd take with you all the time. And... Let's see if we can get a bit of a list together of some really interesting items you take with you and why. So send them through to me, info at thehuntingshow.co.nz. Please, um, maybe I'll get no response from asking you that. But if you can, send them through because I would be genuinely interested in what you carry with you into the bush. And for our overseas listeners, and there is a large number of them now... Let me know as well, you know, if you're in the States, what are you taking with you? And maybe it's something that's a little bit different to what we take here in New Zealand, Australia, Britain, Russia, Papua New Guinea. I know that I've got audience from all of these places and a few of the Pacific Islands. Tell me what you take with you that we may not take with us here or that you just think is a little bit interesting. And talking about people from overseas, I have joined by Skype Christian Monaghan, and he's the one of the founders, or the founder of Rabbit Ranger, Australian Facebook page. How are you, Christian?
0: Good, mate. How are you going?
1: Oh, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> and strangely enough, it's hotter here than it is over there right now. What's up with that? I, I, I
0: was just going to say, it's odd. You're hot there. But over here, we're actually having a nice, cool day today, so it's a nice change. Yeah.
1: Now, <laughs> tell me, how did Rabbit Ranger get started? What was the beginning of this process for you? Um,
0: it, well, it was just that, you know... Friends and myself, we always kind of went out rabbit hunting from when we were kids and trapping and out with the air rifle and whatever. And as I got older, it just kind of evolved into something we just realized. Basically, we were just I just kind of realized that having, when I go out and hunt, whether it's rabbits or whatever, um, was infinitely more fun than whatever else I was doing, work and stuff like that. So we just kind of wanted to make it into something that we could pretty much put more time into and just kind of see where it went from there.
1: Now, just before we get really carried away with this interview, you, you yeah. told me something off air that was a little bit disturbing. <laughs> and and I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I just can't resist. Now, yeah,
0: I told you not to talk about yeah, that.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to. You're, you're in All a corner right, right now. That You used to be a vegetarian. What's up with that? I, I was. I
0: was <laughs> when I was young. Yep. Um, I was a vegetarian for about 10 years, and I was actually vegan for about two, two and a half years. Yep. Um... Just I, don't, I I was just because I was young and... Um, that old chestnut.
1: Yeah, I was young
0: <laughs> and, you know, dumb. And I was just, no, look, I don't care if people are vegetarian or vegan or whatever, like whatever you want to do, that's fine. Um, but I was just young and I just just didn't want to eat meat, basically, at that point. That's... And now I've gone from doing that to going out and killing animals. <laughs> but I, I kind of feel, too, that the process... I, it's good in one respect because I can see both sides of the coin. Mm. So, like, if someone says to me, oh, it's cruel, you you know, you kill animals and whatever, if they're coming from a vegan status, then that's cool. I can understand that, like, and I've got respect for that person. Like, vegans are 100%. They're not, um, mm. you know, like, oh, I don't eat meat, but I eat fish. Or, you know, they're just, I don't eat meat, I don't, and no derivatives, nothing. So, I respect that. Like, oh, yeah, completely. so that,
1: these guys don't even wear
0: leather shoes, eh? That's... No, nah, yeah, no animal byproducts whatsoever. That must so be I hard. I, I, this
1: is off topic, but that's got to
0: be hard. Oh yeah, it sucked. It was, <laughs> it, was, it, it was so hard. Like this is twenty years ago. Oh, too, so you couldn't so even wear the old leather then. jacket, bro?
1: Just because,
0: you, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that was all in like, twenty years ago. It was like nowadays, at least, if you're vegan or vegetarian, there's a good option out there for mm. you. You can get this and that. But back then, there was nothing. So you know, you were really struggling basically Mm. like to get something to eat but um (laughs) besides (laughs) boiled veg and whatever but um nowadays like you know yourself there's a heap of different vegetarian and vegan options now like if anything the whole vegan and dare I say paleo thing is a bit I don't know it's got a bit of a clicky thing to it I think now so I don't know like people can do what they want that's fine And we Um, can
1: make fun of it, just a little bit, if we... Yeah, yeah. well, we get enough
0: as hunters, don't we? (laughs) Absolutely. So we're entitled to
1: give some back. And and just on that very point, uh, one thing I noticed about being in Australia, and I was there very recently, is the anti-hunting lobby is is actually quite strong there, where we don't see that over the side
0: of the Tasman. Yeah, they're dedicated, that's for sure, especially with duck hunting. What Um, are you? Like, when you... Look, I don't know about New Zealand or anywhere else, but here, if you're... um, if you go for a game license with duck hunting, you've got to go through a waterfowl ID test and all that kind of stuff, which is all valid, I guess. So you're not shooting anything out of the sky that's endangered. But um, they it's it's it just seems kind of full on. Like every year, they're out there, and you know they're getting basically getting in between duck hunters and the birds themselves, and scaring birds off, and you know running around with their high vis vests on and whatever. And that's fine in a sense that, you know, they believe in what they're doing and, you know, they're entitled to do what they want as far as, you know, being in a democracy and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, The safety side of things, I'm not too sure. You've got people out there with shotguns trying to shoot Uh birds down, and you're running in between them. I don't know if I'm a big fan of that, but there is uh, a definite um, anti-hunting thing over here as well. But like I said, I don't mind so much that they are like that because that's fine if you believe in something, but... I find it hypocritical if you're against hunting, but then you go to the supermarket and yep. buy, you know, some wrapped chops or, mm. you know, pork that from a pig that lives in a stall all its life or whatever. I think you know it's a bit hypocritical.
1: Mm. And and you make a very good point. I think most hunters make an ethical choice about their food, yeah. Uh, and they do it every time they pull that trigger or draw that bow. Yeah. Is that where you'd probably stand?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Like. I think most, or everyone I know, and I think a lot of hunters in general, won't won't just take a shot for the sake of taking a shot. Mm -hmm. If it's going to be, if it's an unsafe shot, or if you know you haven't got a kill shot with that animal, then you just let that animal go. You know, Mm -hmm. there's no point, like, you know, getting an animal in the leg, or, and then hoping it drops, or or whatever, like, really, like, it's, it's, you might get away with it, and it might drop, and you might collect it, but... You know, it's, I don't think there's certain ethics and there's a line as well with hunting as well mm. as with anything else.
1: Yeah. And one thing I wanted to discuss with you very briefly before we really kick off, off what, how the rabbit hunting and, and, and that kind of thing was firearms ownership in Australia is such a difficult kettle of fish, isn't it? Can you tell it us is. a little bit about that? Because most Kiwi guys that, that hear about your firearms ownership situation over there just shake their head.
0: <laughs> just what? It's it's there is a lot involved. Um, like say, just for a, a, a gun license, for example, you have to go you go get your application for your gun license and fill that out. Um, then you've got to have one hundred points of ID, so your passport, license, all that kind of you know things to make up the one hundred points that you need. Um, you've got to have all and those those ID points. You've got to have the original and the copy that you've got to take to the cop shop, and they've got to sign off on it to verify that they've seen the original and the copy. You've got to have another person witness the signing of everything. So, someone that's known you for longer than 12 months and they can't be related to you or a friend or anything. It's got to be like, you know, a judge, a GP, someone like that. Um, you've got to go do your safety um, course, which is fair enough, of course.
1: Yeah, we have to do that here. Um,
0: and then you put it in and then you, I think it's about you, from memory, a month and then you get it back and then you've got to put in an application to actually purchase a firearm from there. So, it's good. Like, I can. I can understand. Like, it, it does seem involved and it is, but I'm not. I don't mind so much that it's involved. Like, um, you probably you might remember too. I remember when I was a kid, you could just people would go into the local cop shop or whatever with their license and get a gun license. I remember when Kmart sold shotguns when I was little. So you know, it's things have changed. Um, why I don't know. Like as far as you know what's cha- kind of happened with gun culture overall but um yeah it's it's a it's a process <laughs> and, and the rules
1: are a little bit different you're not allowed suppressors over here which is something that we we have all the time you know
0: so yeah i, I, I like i was saying to you earlier on um i've seen on well i do watch a lot of kiwi hunting videos and programs and youtube videos especially mm. and stuff like that and you see a lot of blokes with suppressors and stuff like that, we're not allowed to have them here. Same yeah. with like, you know, the automatics and semi automatics and all that kind of stuff. So and it's the same deal. If you wanna go and get a shotgun or if you wanna go and get an air rifle, the same process yeah. that you have to go through. Even like when I was a kid we just had an air rifle. Mm. It was no you didn't need a license or anything. We you just don't had need a
1: license rifle. for an air rifle here.
0: Albardo, oh, no. so I'm moving to New Zealand now. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's plenty of and you've rabbits. We've got lots of deer, deer there too, haven't we? Yeah, like-
1: we have, and and pigs <laughs> and everything else. But there's there's certainly there's there's more rabbits than we know what to do with. So, oh, same, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. So you guys mainly you're bow hunting, aren't you? Is
0: that the yeah? For me personally, I'm pretty much a bow hunter, hundred mm-hmm. um, percent, and trapping. So just the cage traps and box traps a yep. bit of rabbits as well, but mainly bow hunting. The last couple of years, I've really got into bow hunting a fair bit.
1: Yeah. And from there, you, you, do you eat, are you eating rabbit?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Really? Yep. yep. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's good for you,
1: mate. Oh, come on. Oh, okay. Look, <laughs> I've I've been quoted on the show to say, you know, a couple of times where I've said, look, I, I've shot rabbits because were, <laughs> we were a couple of days in and we hadn't managed to, to shoot a deer or, or whatever we were hunting. And I've shot rabbits and I've eaten them and they were okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like oh. chicken. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. What? Well, think, like I don't know what it's like over there, but like here they're they're a menace. So that, yeah. like rabbits do millions of dollars worth of damage to agriculture and crops and everything every year. Same thing. Yeah. Um so environmentally speaking, like even if you're against hunting, you can't argue that it's a good turn to knock over a few bunnies. And you might as well eat them. What's the point of just killing them and throwing them away? You might as well eat them. Well, that's right.
1: And how many? <laughs> how
0: do you, how do you cook them? Uh, well, it depends. Because only little. if it's an older one or a hare, If we manage to get a hair, yeah, um, it might go in the pot, just you know, on a slow cook. If you're making like a casserole or a, you know, slow cook casserole or soup or something like that. Yeah. If it's a younger one, I'll just take it off the bone and just crumb it and fry it, and it's good. Yeah. Next time you're over, I'll hook I'll you up some.
1: I, I'm probably heading your way in the near future, and I'm, I'm coming around for rabbit for dinner. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> and what we'll do is we won't tell my wife what's for dinner.
0: No, no, no. no I just... didn't tell mine initially. I said it was. <laughs> and yep. it was all good.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we'll come over. We have rabbit for dinner, and you can tell her afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, because she's that's... a serious woman, mate. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. She, yeah.
0: I can be quite serious. <laughs> Not, not really. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> so you, you've, you've hitting over a 1,000 likes, and the page isn't that new. The interesting thing about your page, or sorry, is, is quite new, not isn't that new, is that yeah. you actually came to me via a couple of my listeners that, that said, hey, you guys, you've got to check this page out and give this guy oh, an that's... interview, which is really interesting. Yeah. That happens from time to time. Um, yeah. So you've come along, and I notice, so far, so good. What, what are some of the comments and feedback you've had about the page?
0: Um, I, I was surprised actually like obviously started it we wanted to just do something fun because we're out rabbit hunting and stuff like that personally I do want to kind of um, get rabbit on the table like it used to be right. in Australia like years ago rabbit was one of the staples years ago Um, even I remember like I got this old fridge um, yonks ago and I when you opened it up I had a list inside of you know different things and how long you should put them in the fridge or freeze them for and it had ducks and it had rabbits right on there and i just thought well ev- and everyone i know my grandparents and other people's grandparents everyone ate rabbit you know but it kind of dropped off the plate a little bit you can still get it most of the time it's farmed um but like you talk like you get a rabbit just a little one say yay big
1: oh, yeah we're on like, radio well, sunshine yeah, Ray- yeah. yeah, we're on radio here. I know you can see me on oh, the yeah, screen. Yeah, sorry, yeah, how how, how big? How big is this rabbit?
0: It's cuz you can see I can see sorry, it's just for you. It was this big. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, so you get a like, well, I'll say a medium-sized rabbit and it's like 12 bucks. And yeah. you know, you can get someone go down to Coles or whatever and they can get two medium-sized chickens for 12 bucks. Mm. So why would someone, you know, why would someone buy a rabbit and try a rabbit when they can just get the chicken? Mm. So There's millions, literally millions of the things running around. Um, They're doing millions of dollars worth of damage. It's good lean protein. Um, It's great for the environment to knock off a few. I I can't see why we shouldn't just reintroduce it back onto the plate honest and you make a
1: really good point there because it has really dropped off my radar when i was saying Mm. that you know that my wife probably wouldn't be that amused by eating it i don't think (laughs) if she actually tried it there'd be any real problem is there i mean it's it's just meat at the end of the day i'm i'm not a massive fan of it but i've never been i've never gone ahead and experimented and found a good recipe that i really like and and i think that's it's just not it's not in the it's not in the shopping list you know
0: yeah i hear that and that's like what we want to change too like i want it to become back well, I want it to get back on the shopping list and to become you know an item in the supermarkets and for like recipes you can literally just do anything with rabbit I well, what I've done everything you can do with rabbit you can is something that you've got done with chicken so like if you want to do um, a sch- chicken schnitzel you can do a rabbit one even though it's a lot it'll be a smaller one obviously you can make a, chi- a rabbit parmigiana you can make rabbit cacciatore you can make rabbit soup you can anything you can do with the chicken pretty much equates over to the rabbit and hares as well too if you manage to bag a hare but they often need a little bit longer cooking, a bit tough.
1: Yeah, I found <laughs> I actually went out with my scout group and I shot a hare and we were out on a sort of survival camp and I shot a hare and we decided I'd cook that up and it was my first. I'd shot a number of hare but my first experience cooking them and eating them and it was yeah. it was
0: boot leather man boot leather. Yeah, they can. Because they are, like, as we all know as hunters, they're obviously, like, a longer, more elongated kind of breed. Mm. So they are—they tend to be a bit more stringier and tougher. So a bit longer in the pot tends to do them pretty well. What I'll often do, although we've, I've got a wood fire stove at home, so things like that, I'll just put it in the pot with veg and some stock and whatever and just leave it overnight. And by the next day, it's beautiful. Mm. So it just needs a bit more love. <laughs> and... Okay, so so you've – and are people starting to
1: get to the stage with us submitting recipes to you? And Is it going oh,
0: that way? It, not so much the recipes, but I've kind of found that um, it just kicked off. Like, we, I started a Facebook page, and it was like 100 likes, 200, 300, 400, 500, and then we got 1,000. Hmm. Um, and I said as a joke – like, maybe I shouldn't have – I said as a joke, if we get 1,000 likes, I'll shave my beard off. So I had a beard up until yesterday.
1: Yeah, I see that it's yeah looking a bit, you know –
0: yeah, Smooth? It's weird. I keep going to you know like move it way out of my face and it's not there anymore. Um, so you know, we were, I was really surprised. And there's heaps. Of people are submitting you know photos with their bows and you know I bagged this rabbit today or I got this hair or you know love the page all that kind of stuff. So it's really it's really nice. It's really been positive. You know, a lot of people have just you know liked the page and like what we're putting on there and what we're doing. So.
1: And I think Kiwis are gonna get into this. I think you're gonna so. get I think you're gonna get a really good following from this side of the Tasman because we have rabbits everywhere. Um and <laughs> every, every, almost anyone I can think of, their first kill was either a possum or rabbit.
0: Yeah, what's the deal with possums over there? Like they're protected here, but I've Why? seen them. A... Why? I don't know. <laughs> i've often seen um you know guys going on camps over there and for three months and to get possum furs and stuff fur and i'm like what do you, is it like and then it's like pulled into like a yarn and used for jumpers and stuff is yeah, it all pretty
1: much yeah it's just it's yeah. just wool um all oh, right No, yep. the new zealand possum sort of evolved to be a, a, a mongrel to be honest it's um, yeah. We oh, got... it came from Australia. This is my my take on it. Um, but yeah, oh, right very right. vicious, very horrible, and it just destroys New Zealand bush. Um, and uh, not protected, but... definitely a pest. They drop ten eighty by the ton, uh, which is a poison into our forest just to get rid of the buggers.
0: Mm. I've heard about the ten eighty thing before over there. So
1: actually, tell me that. Tell me what yeah. have you heard on about ten eighty?
0: I knew of it as a. I knew it was a poison, but the only thing I've really heard is people just the negativity about it. People saying, you know, this place has just been bombarded with 1080. Everything's dead, or you know, it's killing everything. Or don't go, don't eat anything out of there. It's, you know, they've put 1080 through it so yeah the, I the, look I can't I can't talk too much about it I don't know a great deal no only the only
1: been... reason I ask is is that New Zealand has a very very strong hunting industry and that's people coming yep. over here to hunt and and I'm sure at some point you're welcome to come over and I'll take you for a walk or whatever I'd uh, love to go yeah no, it's a deal and and um, they really ha you know and, and it does give us a bad reputation all our society all the science aside and we're not going to get into a debate about 1080 on this show this
0: week yeah. Um. It does put that little tarnish on it, doesn't it, from where you sit? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think it's not so much as a hunter and knowing what's going on there. I don't see it as an issue. I, to me, it just seems to be something that the your government and industry is doing. Like, obviously, the hunters are against it. Mostly, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't really know the full deal. I've only heard the negative things, like from hunters themselves saying, you know, enough's enough. Stop dumping it and what have you.
1: Yeah, no, that, interesting point. One thing I noticed on, on your your page there, most of the rabbits over there they black. You got little black rabbits running everywhere.
0: We do, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's just a, a gene pool thing or yeah. if what happened there. But we often get um, the black ones here, like just and black. I mean, like black as in just no discoloration on the fur, just in, entirely black skin.
1: Yeah, because over, over here there. most of the wild rabbits are little grey suckers.
0: Yeah, they are, like grey, and the hairs are a grey-brown, burnt-brown kind of colour.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I don't know what's going on with that.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it was if it's just a gene thing, like it's just they pop up every once in a while, or <laughs> if it's, um, you know, years ago uh, farmed rabbits got into the system, and right. that's how the gene kind of got into the pool, or, you know. But they're not, they even look like pet rabbits. They don't mm. look even so much like the the counterparts, the grey ones running around.
1: So, what we're going to do is if I ever get over your way, and that'll happen yep. at some point, I'm coming to your house for a rabbit. All right, sweet. Okay, so that, that's a bit of a deal we've got going. And if you come over here, I'll take you out for a deer hunt.
0: Yeah, I'll And, love and that.
1: we can shoot some possums and you can see how you feel about that. Since
0: <laughs> Yeah, choice. <laughs> Well, trying. You got stoats in that over there too, don't oh, you? Oh,
1: yeah, but you don't very often see them. They really get ca- trapped and. Oh, good, because they're a menace. Oh, the horrible things. They're just they're they're wily. I've very rarely have I seen one running around.
0: We've got a lot of um, insane feral cat problem here oh, too. He's got the yeah, same over there. Yeah, we have, and
1: mostly I think it's people that it starts with people that really care about their animal but don't have the energy to keep it, you know, and I'm not going to go down on that tangent, but they, they drop moggy off down by the lake and think that it'll have yeah. a happy life, and the thing goes feral, and it just destroys everything.
0: Oh, and the ones we get here, like, I've seen photos of mates that have bagged them out in the bush, and they're massive, like, I'm talking, like, nearly the size of a Labrador. Like, they are huge. Oh, come mm. on. Labrador size? No, nearly. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was this big. It was this nearly. big. <laughs>
0: in all seriousness they are massive like um you get people palming them off as a like they're we've got a bit of a story thing going on here in victoria in particular with wild cats Mm -hmm. as in like the um leopards and stuff like that running around in the grampians in the bush they got dumped years ago and people see big cats around and you know someone might find a half-eaten calf up in a tree and stuff like that so there's a bit of a it's a, it's a real non-believers and believers thing with it, but the cats get so big that there's been a couple of hoaxes here in the past where someone's bagged the feral cat and it's black, and it's that big that they've tried to palm it off as a, the young big cat, and people believe it. They see it, and they think. Jesus. No, 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 the no. stop there. Australians
1: believe it. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> I had to, I was just like, oh, should I do it? Should-? No,
0: you deserve it. <laughs> hey,
1: look, if, if someone wants to have a look at your page, it's really easy to find. How do they find it on Facebook? Because your website's not up and running yet, is it?
0: No, it isn't. I just actually got the um, name and everything the other day, so it'll be up soon. Mm. But if you jump onto uh, Facebook and yep. you just put in Rabbit Ranger, two words, obviously, um, it'll pop up. And we're on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Yep. Instagram's just me, so you have to. You'll get the rabbit hunting photos, but you'll get everything else I'm doing in my life too. So be prepared for that. <laughs> and look, guys, um,
1: submit some photos in there. Show them some Kiwi rabbit hunting stories. I've only got one really good rabbit story. All right. And, and I'm going to tell you mine, and then you can tell me yours. All right, please do. Okay. And and it's when I say it's my story, it's kind of someone else's, and I've stolen it.
0: All right, that's yeah, all right. Yeah, which I was is I going to do the same thing.
1: Well, you do that with Lord. You did it with Far Lab, You've done it with Pavlova. It's uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. House. Yep, yep. Split ends. Yeah, we, the list goes on. We'll stop there. Yep. I was out. I was on a mate's farm, and we we had the old twenty-two Magnum, yep. and uh, he had it in his hand. He shot a rabbit at probably about thirty meters, give or take, and the rabbit fell over, and then behind it, another one. Dropped in the opposite direction, and then behind (laughs) that, another rabbit fell forwards onto the other two. That's three bunnies, one
0: shot. Bloody hell! Who was that? that, Was that you or a mate? Did that?
1: I I want to take credit for it, but I really can't. It was a a guy I was with did it, and I was just going. There was some swear words said, but it's like no way, no way. When the second one dropped, and then when the third one dropped, we just yeah, it, it was it was an impressive sight.
0: Well, my is pretty similar in the sense that I was out and I, there was a rabbit sitting there and it was in front of some gauze bush and I took a shot and it just like went over the top of it. I missed it by about an inch and I thought, oh, well, fair enough. And it ran off, of course. Mm-hmm. I went over to get the arrow and the arrow was in a rabbit that was in the gauze bush that was sitting in there.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>
0: So it was like sweet. I missed and I still got one. Awesome. I miss a lot though, so you know
1: yeah and and I've actually had a go at bow hunting rabbits or, or bow sh- is it bow hunting rabbits, I suppose and yeah. uh, incredibly
0: hard. Oh it's it's um, like you know it is like using a rifle is hard too don't get me wrong. but being able to say for rabbits, for example, that I can only talk about rabbits because that's all I know about. If I'm sitting back, say 30 meters with a 22 or, or even an air rifle, you know I'm pretty confident I can just go bang, bang, bang and knock off anything that pops up. Mm. I'm the not a very good archer, so yeah, there's a lot more from from my perspective. There's a lot more skill involved in actually getting an arrow and an animal as opposed to a bullet or a pellet.
1: Now, Christian, just
0: one more question before we yeah,
1: before we go. Is this the start of something? Is it that you've you've started bow hunting rabbits? Is it that you're going to go on to bow hunt deer and and pigs and some bigger game, or you know and maybe go on to shoot some of those as well? Get into a bit of you know the old firearm stuff. Is it the start of something, or you're kind of happy with where you're at?
0: It's I like I do go out um, scouting for deer and stuff like that. They're not as plentiful here as they are in in new zealand and people that do hunt successfully hunt deer in australia tend to be so tight lipped about it that you just never find out like they're like ghosts basically like Hmm. i've been out and you know i find rubs i find deer prints i find deer crap but i never see a bloody deer you know what i mean (laughs) and same with the goats i feel that way at the moment like foxes and rabbits are all i can bag at the moment so but i like it's like that i don't know i guess everyone it's like say a duck hunter like duck hunters love ducks more than is probably natural but <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, no I'm just joking <laughs> but um they do go out and hunt other things but ducks are like their kind of first love type of things and the same for me with rabbits I just love rabbits so but not I have too much soft a soft spot in the kitchen for rabbits but um I, I I'd love to do some other hunting as well as far as like I've been out trying to get a deer just been very unsuccessful so far okay
1: well, well, we'll get you out on one over here sometime. And I do live in probably the most beautiful place in the North Island, or I consider it one of the most beautiful places in the North Island of New Zealand. Christian, thank you so much for your time. And you even had to install Skype just to talk to me. Um, That's all right. So, so I do thank you. And let's, do, right. let's catch up again. Because um, it was a good interview. Let's catch up in a, you know, a few months' time, see how everything's yep. going, and see how that deer stalking's going for you as well. Yeah, that'd be choice. Okay, mate. Thanks for the time. <laughs>
0: Thanks for your time. Appreciate it.
1: Now, just very quickly, before we go, you can still become that fan of the month. All you've got to do is be active. And unfortunately to our Australian listeners, this isn't open to you. Um, But you, New Zealand listeners can win that 12-month subscription to NZ Outdoor Hunting magazine by just doing stuff, sharing the show, and being active. And if you are a member of a hunting club, remember... Send us information for your competitions and meetings, and I will put them on the end of the show. We're getting a few coming in, and I will promote those in future weeks. Guys, be careful out there. The raw isn't far away. Duck shooting isn't far away. Yes. Good hunting.